ParentingMontana.org. Chores. Now is the right time. As a parent or someone in a parenting role, you play an essential role in your child or teen's success. There are intentional ways to grow a healthy parent-child relationship, and daily chores provide a perfect opportunity. Chores allow your child or teen to play a role in contributing to the maintenance and care of your family's household. Children or teens ages 11 to 14 are in the process of establishing lifestyle habits that will extend throughout their lifetime. Whether it's making their beds in the morning, doing their dirty dishes, or cleaning up their games and supplies, children and teens who do chores learn that part of being in a family is contributing to the work and responsibilities of family life. When they pitch in, it creates a sense of autonomy, belonging, and competence. In fact, research has found that the best predictor of success in young adulthood can be directly traced back to whether a child began doing chores at an early age, as young as three or four. But it's never too late to begin. Another study linked children doing chores to positive mental health in their early adult years. Doing chores teaches a work ethic that is essential in helping children or teens persist toward any type of goal. Yet there are challenges. Children and teens' schedules are busy. After school, your child or teen may have soccer practice, several hours of homework, and grand desires of seeing friends or playing outside. Why do I have to take in the garbage cans? My friends don't. You may hear from your 11-year-old. Whether it's cleaning up their room or setting the table for dinner, your child or teen may engage you in power struggles when they have other goals in mind, like how can I socialize or game longer? The key to many parenting challenges, like chores, is finding ways to communicate so that both your needs and your child or teen's needs are met. And daily chores are a way for your child or teen to learn valuable skills like timeliness and responsibility. The steps below include specific practical strategies along with effective conversation starters to prepare you. Why chores? Whether it's asking your 11-year-old to make their bed and turn off the lights each day, or reminding your 12-year-old to rinse the dishes and put them in the dishwasher after dinner, these can become your daily challenges if you don't create regular routines. With input from your child in advance, clear roles and responsibilities can be outlined alongside a well-established plan for success. Today, in the short term, chores can create greater cooperation and motivation as you go about your daily tasks. Chores can create greater opportunities for connection and enjoyment as you each implement your respective roles while feeling set up for success. Chores can create trust in each other that you have the competence to complete your responsibilities with practice and care. Chores can create added daily peace of mind. Tomorrow in the long term, your child or teen builds skills in collaboration and cooperative goal setting. Your child or teen builds skills in responsible decision-making, hard work, and persistence. Your child or teen gains independence, life skills competence, and self-sufficiency. Five Steps for Establishing Chores This five-step process helps you and your child or teen establish routines. It also builds important skills in your child or teen. The same process can be used to address other parenting issues as well. Here is a tip. These steps are done best when you and your child or teen are not tired or in a rush. Here is a tip. Intentional communication and a healthy parenting relationship support these steps. Step 1. Get your child or teen thinking by getting their input. You can get your child or teen thinking about chores by asking them open-ended questions. You'll help prompt your child or teen's thinking. You'll also begin to better understand their thoughts, feelings, and challenges related to chores so that you can address them. Children or teens need more autonomy as they find their independence and seek to define themselves as individuals separate from their parents. In gaining input, your child or teen has the opportunity to think through the routine and problem-solve any challenges they may encounter ahead of time. Your child or teen has a greater stake in anything they've designed themselves. And with that sense of ownership, also comes a greater responsibility for implementing the chore. Your child or teen has more motivation to work together and cooperate because of their sense of ownership. Your child or teen will be working in collaboration with you on making informed decisions, understanding the reasons behind those decisions about critical aspects of their day. Actions. 
Ask and negotiate. You might just start by engaging your child or teen in a list of chores they might be interested in doing. You might ask and consider together. Help me come up with a list of chores. What might be some chores you should consider? Why are chores important? What chores feel most meaningful to you? Which ones do you think you can be successful at completing regularly? Here is a tip. Create a checklist together of your household responsibility plan on a whiteboard or chalkboard. Children or teens appreciate owning the list and enjoy checking off their list. And this way, you are not micromanaging them. Instead, you are supporting their independence. Here's a trap to avoid. Be sure you create your plan at a calm time. Don't create your plan when you are either in the routine itself, are hungry or tired, or have time pressures. Discuss challenges. As you talk to your child or teen about taking on responsibilities, talk about times that are typically challenging, such as balancing chores and homework. As after-school activities and the burden of homework increase, there is more pressure on your child or teen to get chores done. Discuss how to manage chores on these tough days. You could say, I know Tuesdays can be hard between having to do homework and being at swim practice. What are ways you can still get your chores done? Brainstorm ideas to solve the problem. Make the agreements very clear. Be sure that you both are on the same page about the expectations. Children and teens love to look for loopholes, so talk through those. Say, I want to make sure we are on the same page. Tell me your understanding of what I'm asking you to do. Make sure you have clarified whether clean your room includes pickup, vacuum, or dust. Write the plan. Make sure your child or teen is the one writing down the plan and designing it however they would like. Make it simple. Post the plan in a visible location. Refer to it as a reminder. What's next on your plan? Step two, teach new skills by interactive modeling. There are some chores that might be challenging for your child or teen initially. Frame these as evidence about how your child or teen is growing in terms of responsibilities they are taking. Though children and teens would often like to appear fully capable and independent, they are still learning the tasks of family life. Consider, if my child or teen left our house and lived away from us today, would they know how to fully do a load of laundry, how to pay for utilities and rent, and prepare three healthy meals a day? Thinking about what tasks they'll need to be able to know to do when they are on their own can offer you guidance on areas to step up their responsibilities. When you've identified those areas, you'll need to teach them to do those new tasks. Another helpful way to identify what kinds of tasks children and teens can take on to demonstrate greater responsibility is to learn on what developmental milestones they're working. Here are some examples. 11-year-olds like to challenge rules and may need more adult empathy. They may be sensitive to justice issues. Consider doing chores together like yard work or caring for pets, sick family members, or neighbors together. 12-year-olds are more self-aware, will initiate activities, and are beginning to develop better organizational skills. Ask for opinions about how to organize areas of the house that need attention. Assign projects of interest with support if needed. 13-year-olds are highly sensitive and like to challenge authority. They are searching for independence. They tend to want to engage in service and social justice. Ideas for chores include making large meals together for your family, contributing to other families as a service, and caring for pets. 14-year-olds need physical activity and active opportunities. They tend to be interested in service as it relates to social and world issues. Ideas for chores include mow the lawn or care for the yard, vacuum, help with moving boxes or bins, engage in home improvement projects like painting, or care for bikes. Teaching is different than just telling. Teaching builds basic skills, grows problem-solving abilities, and sets your child or teen up for success. Teaching also involves modeling and practicing the positive behaviors you want to see, promoting skills, and preventing problems. This is also an opportunity to establish meaningful, logical consequences for when expectations are not met. Here's a trap to avoid. Requiring a child or teen to do a household task before teaching first is bound to create power struggles. After all, your child or teen may not feel like they can do the job competently. Take the time to teach the new job first before incorporating it into their routine. Actions. There is a simple process teachers use called interactive modeling that can become a powerful teaching tool for parents and those in a parenting role. 
Say what you will model and why. Model the behavior. Ask your child or teen what they noticed. Invite your child or teen to model. Ask what they noticed with their own modeling. Practice together. Provide specific feedback, starting with strengths, using I notice. The following is an example of how this might look between a parent and a child or teen who are talking about preparing for a family dinner. Now that you are old enough to use this stove by yourself, I want to show you how to make a family favorite dinner, spaghetti and meatballs. I will be showing you the basics, but I want you to watch for things I am doing to stay safe in the kitchen. Model behaviors like tucking the pan handle, turning off the burners and double checking them, using pot holders, pouring away from you, etc. Routinely ask your child or teen, what did you notice me do? And ask your child or teen to take the lead halfway through. Be certain to pick a time to do this when you do not have time pressures. If you suspect that your child or teen might be resistant to being taught a new task by you, then this can be done subtly. Just working side by side on a project and chatting about what you are actually doing models the behaviors, promotes reflection on what you're doing, and helps transfer the skills to your child or teen. Here's a tip. Your child or teen is interested in what's happening in the outside world and making connections. So use this motivator. Experiment with having your child or teen wait on your family table. Play it out by having them set the table, take drink orders, and serve. Or if your child or teen is more interested in meal preparation, have them select the menu, shop for it, and actively work together on cooking and preparing it. Step three, practice to grow skills and develop habits. Daily chores can be opportunities for your child or teen to practice new skills if you seize those chances. With practice, your child or teen will improve over time as you give them the chance with support. Practice growing vital new brain connections that strengthen and eventually from habits each time your child or teen performs the chore. Practice grows vital new brain connections that strengthen and eventually form habits each time your child or teen performs the chore. Practice also provides important opportunities to grow self-efficiency. Children and teens sense that they can do a task successfully. Practice also provides important opportunities to grow self-efficiency. A child's or teen's sense that they can do a task successfully. This leads to confidence. It will also help them understand that mistakes and failures are part of learning. Actions. Use I'd love for you to statements. When a child or teen learns a new ability, they are eager to make their own and add their own flavor. Give them that chance. Say, I'd love for you to make breakfast that has your own flair. Recognize effort. Frequently, parents or those in a parenting role offer feedback on what children and teens are not doing right. Recognize effort by saying, I notice. Like, I notice how you brought back the garbage can from the curb today without me asking. That's taken responsibility. Proactively remind. The challenges you have in your daily routines may recur day after day. Remind in a gentle, non-public way. You may say, remember what we do with the pot handle. Here's a trap to avoid. Don't move on or nag. Children and teens often need more time to perform tasks that challenge them, even if you believe they are simple and don't require much time. Be sure to wait long enough for your child or teen to show they are competent. Your waiting could make all the difference in whether they are able to do what you need them to do. Step four, support your child or teen's development and success. At this point, you've taught your child or teen a new or challenging task so that they understand how to perform it. You've practiced together. Now you can offer support when it's needed by reteaching, monitoring, coaching, and when appropriate, applying logical consequences. Parents and those in a parenting role naturally offer support as they see their child or teen fumble with a situation in which they need help. This is no different. Actions. Actively reflect on how chores are going. You can ask questions like, how are you feeling about cleanup time? Do you know where everything goes? Infuse some fun. Working together as a family can be enjoyable time spent. Turn on some of your child or teen's favorite music or sing a song while working. Reflect on outcomes. Looks like you forgot to set the table. What could help you remember in the future? Stay engaged. Working together on particularly challenging chores can offer additional support and motivation for your child or teen when tough issues arise. Apply logical consequences when needed. 
Logical consequences should come soon after the behavior and need to be provided in a way that maintains a healthy relationship. Rather than punishment, a consequence is about supporting the learning process. First, get your own feelings in check. Not only is this good modeling, when your feelings are in check, you are able to provide logical consequences that fit the behavior. Second, invite your child or teen into a discussion about the expectations established in step two. Third, if you feel that your child or teen is not holding up their end of the bargain, unless it's a matter of them not knowing how, then apply a logical consequence as a teachable moment. Here's a trap to avoid. Check your own tone and attitude towards chores. If you groan when it's time to get them done, your child or teen will surely groan as well, and it could add to your struggle to get your child or teen involved. If you approach chores with a let's dig in together kind of attitude, that's how your child or teen will learn to approach them as well. Step five, recognize effort and quality to foster motivation. No matter how old your child is, your praise and encouragement are their sweetest reward. If your child or teen is working to grow their skills, even in small ways, it will be worth your while to recognize it. Your recognition can go a long way in promoting positive behaviors. Your recognition also promotes safe, secure, and nurturing relationships a foundation for strong communication, and a healthy relationship with you as they grow. You can recognize your child or teen's efforts with praise, high fives, and hugs. Praise is most effective when you name the special behavior of which you want to see more. For example, you took out the trash when it was full. I appreciate that. Avoid bribes. A bribe is a promise for a behavior, while praise is special attention after the behavior. While bribes may work in the short term, praise grows lasting motivation for good behavior and effort. For example, instead of saying, if you take the trash out without me reminding you, I will give you extra time on your gaming device, which is a bribe. Try recognizing the behavior after. You saw the trash was full and took it out right away. Love seeing that. Recognize and call out when it's going well. When your children or teens are buzzing through putting their school supplies away and on time, a short, specific call out is all that's needed. I noticed you put all your supplies in their bins on your own in the time we agreed upon. Yes, excellent. Recognize small steps along the way. Don't wait for big accomplishments. Remember that your recognition can work as a tool to promote more positive behaviors. Find small ways your child or teen is making an effort and let them know you see them. Build celebrations into your routine. For example, we'll get our business taken care of first with the cleanup in the evening, and then we can play a game or watch a movie or show. Include high fives, fist bumps, and hugs in your repertoire of ways to appreciate one another. In closing, engaging these five steps is an investment that builds your skills as an effective parent to use on many other issues and builds important skills that will last a lifetime for your child or teen. Throughout this tool, there are opportunities for children and teens to become more self-aware, to deepen their social awareness, to exercise their self-management skills, to work on their relationship skills, and to demonstrate and practice responsible decision-making. This is brought to you by the Offices of Child Care, SAMHSA, and Montana Department of Public Health and Human Services.